This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers, and of course, athletes in the struggle. Y'all to make a little. Yo, 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 yo. Some get a little, and some get none. Shit, I was part of the some get. And once again, <laughs> no, I'm fucking with y'all. Uh, uh, thank you for joining me. This is Sports Talk with the Spain. As always, thank you for listening. It's yours truly. And we're here to kind of uh, shortly recap the conclusion of the NBA season. There was also a conclusion to the NHL season, which I'll speak on shortly. And then um, just going to really talk about how the NBA season ended, what we would expect from these 16 teams that competed for a championship this past season and also um, want to also speak on some of the rumors that are out shortly. And then um, also I, I want to, before I get started for any of my listeners out there who are um, fans of the WNBA or just basketball in general, definitely want to get someone to want to, tap in and talk some WNBA. Um, I'm going to do a discerning effort um, to get more uh, involved in listening or even watching. Better yet, go to a game. Uh, I jokingly said I'm trying to be a WNBA house husband. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be in attendance. I want to be able to go and watch, these ladies ball. These there's some very talented women playing basketball professionally for the in WNBA. Um, so for all any anybody watching or listening to this, uh, absolutely uh, hit my line or you know comment. Um, tell me what I'm supposed to look forward to. Uh, I'm going to do some more research and who's balling out there um, for sure. So in the incoming, in the next few, um, these episodes, because, you know, in the summertime, sports kind of gets a little bit more on the dry side. We're talking MLB, and I'll be doing some MLB and probably get some guests on to talk some baseball. MLB is pretty big during the summer. WNBA starts ramping up. Um, I don't really get into golf, so I don't really do the old golf talk. Um you're going to see so a lot of there's going to be a lot of uh, NBA trade rumors possibly coming into this week. So, like I mentioned, I'm going to talk about the the, the, the NBA as well. Um, the NFL is going to be starting training camp in about a few weeks now. So we're going to have some the NFL's on on the way. It's around the corner. So you know that's kind of my forte. I'm going to give you a lot y'all a lot of uh, my insight as far as the the, the NFL goes. Um, these acronyms be fucking me up. I be I, I damn near almost said WNBA several times. But um, again, thank you for for um, watching and listening. Again, leave a comment, likes, share, subscribe, the whole nine. I don't got the graphics yet, but someday I will. And we're gonna be interactive with y'all about you know you know how to support the pod. Uh, but nonetheless, uh. NBA season has concluded. We have crowned the new champion in the NBA, which is the Denver Nuggets. They have won their first championship 
the first one of their in their franchise. Uh, we have Nikola Jokic. He is now um, the he damn near could have got the trifecta this year. And, and there's been a lot of debate about whether or not Embiid deserved that MVP or a lot of people saying, you know, uh, Joker was the the real MVP this season. Um, I'm not going to take that away from Embiid. Embiid definitely deserved the MVP. Um, he, you know, he, he accomplished a feat that doesn't really happen quite often um, when it comes to playing center in the NBA. He led the NBA in points. Like he literally led the NBA in points per points per game. 33 points, 33.1 points per game. Uh, meaning he was the main catalyst to that offense for the Philadelphia 76ers, which was only a game away from beating the Boston Celtics in a seven-game series. Matter of fact, they could have, they should have, <laughs> the, the shit um should have never went seven to to be to be quite honest with y'all. Being speaking on the, in a biased sense as a Celtics fan, but it happened and he was part of it, even though he was hurt. And we could talk about that all day long. You know, you know, a lot of people have made their opinions about how they feel about how his toughness is and whatnot. But at the end of the day, when you're seven feet tall, 270 plus playing basketball, running up and down a court, you know, full speed. It may look slow to us, but it's damn it's fast as hell. All right, um, putting all that effort to jump around, shoot the basketball, forty minutes a game. Uh, I mean, come on now, we gotta give 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 grace where it's where it's needed. Um, much deserving for him to win that award. Um, but obviously, the Joker was the guy, the man. Um, and to be honest with y'all, the jokes was on. The joke is on y'all. The joke is on y'all. The ones that are now saying yo Embiid was not the real MVP. That's on y'all. Y'all. A lot of people would bring a lot of race involved. There was a lot of race involved in the conversation. Nobody really wanted to see another white European man winning the MVP in the NBA, which is predominantly black. A lot of people did not respect his game because they thought it was not as athletic. He's not shooting a bunch of threes. He's not shooting the 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 very uh, sig- uh, signature uh, fadeaway jumper. Uh, he's not dunking on everybody. He's not blocking every shot. Um, he doesn't say a lot. He's not like the very. He's not the most vocal person out there. He's probably more vocal about his involvement with his own community back home and. In Serbia, um, listen, the guy is probably one of the best players I've watched in a while. As far like I, I, I remember when Giannis came into form, especially a couple of seasons ago, and even when he won his two championships, uh, two MVPs, excuse me, a lot of people were doing the same shit. Like they, they, they just were trying to discount that because he was not shooting a, he doesn't have a fluent shot, can't shoot a free throw. All he is is a great rim protector, and he just bullies people throughout the through the lane. Motherfucker, this is basketball, man. Like, th- however you could get the buckets, you're gonna get it. Like, it shouldn't. It doesn't have to look flashy every single time. And for people to think everything in basketball has to be flash and glitz and glam, like, stop it. Like, you're expecting seven footers to to ju- do jumpers off of one foot like Dirk Nowitzki all the time. Like that's not rea- that's not reality. That's not that realistic. Um, 
But hey, listen, again, Joker deserves every bit of credit, every bit of love, every bit of everything that we could talk, we could say for his accomplishments so far in his career. Um, 28 years old, and it doesn't look like he's going to slow down anytime soon. The only way he's going to slow down is if he decides to retire early because he's just he's sick of the American way. <laughs> um, as many already have seen, he was not, he didn't, he wasn't all in on the whole parade thing, but it looks like that he, he actually feels like he made a great decision to come in sticking around for the parade. Cause he wanted to go home real bad to play with his horses and he's back home now with doing that. But again, Denver, you know, uh, congratulations once again. I, I, I got it wrong. I thought I had Murray winning the MVP um, because I mean, it could have been close. He could have, he could have. Um, he had a triple double game. He was um, he played very well, but down the stretch he struggled a bit. Uh, Joker had some moments where he struggled, but the man almost averaged a, a triple dub. Man, like the Miami Heat did everything in their power to defend that man, to force him into becoming more of a scorer than a facilitator, and it, it backfired in their face. And you know, again, once uh, also shout out to the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat culture, the, the Heat culture is a real motherfucking thing. To those who want to discount that, that's your fault. You're just in your own little bubble of not believing. Like, this is the reality, man. The, the team lives up to a standard. Like, being a Celtics fan, I remember growing up, there was it was always known as, you know, the Celtics, Celtics, Celtics pride. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that you have the Celtics lived up to a certain standard, like being gritty. Uh, blue collar type players, you know, having players that were known to be hustle guys. Like, unfortunately for us, and I, I, I hate to bring it back to the Celtics somehow, but unfortunately for the the, the fan base and, and that team, they're not. That's not who they are these days. Like, they're sh- three point shooting team. They show little to no heart sometimes when they're getting their their nuts kicked in. And it is, and it showed itself. And now this is two years in a row that you know they got pretty much dominated by teams that were well coached and put their nose down and have their own cultures. And you know, I don't know. The Celtics, the Celtics' pride is, hasn't been there for for a few seasons, and they may need to change their identity a bit. Um, if they're going to retain the likes of J- Jalen Brown and, you know, Jason Tanner for the next, for, for the foreseeable future. But nonetheless, um, Miami Heat, congratulations to them. I know a lot of people had, you know, des- you know, we're going to troll regardless. Like people troll just to troll. Um, I know a lot of people had their, their, some choice words about how they felt about how Jimmy um, performed in the finals or just in general towards down the stretch in the, in the playoffs. Listen, this is a long, long season. This is a team that had to fight through the play-in to get there, went through a whole seven-game series against the Celtics, which it's the hardest thing to do is ex- be in an, extended, in, a, in an extended series and expecting to work and play at the highest level for another series in any sport. So it's like it's easy to criticize or make comments on things like that. It's easy, but a lot of folks can't do what these guys do. Um, a lot of us can't. We, we we can only speculate or assume that we could play 
or someone else can do better than what that other person did. And there was, there's been a lot of comments on how, you know, people, it's crazy how it goes, right? You know, they'll praise you when you're up, but when you're down, they're ready to throw stones at you. And um, it's a shame because Jimmy Butler, I think, deserves to be respected. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like three Eastern Conference finals in the last four seasons as a Miami Heat. Two appearances to the NBA Finals. You lose to two great teams at that point. And that's not an excuse. That's just a reality. We've seen the greatest of the greatest make it to the NBA Finals and never see it again. Charles Broccoli, Reggie Miller, Allen Iverson, to name a few, um, who never got the opportunity to to sniff a championship opportunity again. Um, let alone not even they, they were they they didn't even win it. Gary Payton. Now Gary Payton, he won it as a role player down the road down down later down in his career. Um, Carmelo never got one. He's been to three. Uh, Stockton never won one. We're talking about Hall of Fame. These are the names of Hall of Famers. And I'm not calling Jimmy Butler Hall of Famer. He might be. He may end up being so because that's a collective uh, achievement. Like your over your overall portfolio as a as a as a basketball player, not even an NBA player, basketball player. But um, there's some greats who just never got over the hump. Chris Paul don't got one. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. What are we talking about? Like, you know, there's guys who got multiple and they they just all they did was, you know, pass the towel over to the next man on the on the on the bench. So sometimes we just gotta be careful about that recency bias and you know, be careful about how we wanna um rank people, rank players, like James Harden, you know, people will go hard about, you know, James Harden this, that, and everybody. It's good to have a conversation. It's good to debate and troll about it sometimes, but he's a Hall of Famer. Like we we could we could talk all about it all we want, and you can you could you could scream at me until your your face goes red and your eyes bulge out your head. Don't matter. At the end of the day, his numbers is the numbers. They speak for themselves. Once you hit that twenty k in points, you're pretty much a shoo-in. Like you can never nobody could take that away from you at all. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be the same people who will be defending Tracy McGrady. And he's a hall. Of, he's a fucking hall of famer. He he doesn't have twenty thousand points. He never been to no finals, but as the star player, like, but people will love them some Tracy McGrady. Best believe that people will love them some Dame Lillard. You know what I'm saying? There's certain players. It's, I feel like it's just fanfare. Like people want to be high, high, like high key fans for some players and defend them to they to they nosebleed. But when it comes to certain other players, they want to take away from them because it's like, oh, they just got lucky. No. Luck plays a small part to the success. A lot of it is the hard work and the effort you make and the team that you built around you. And Miami's culture starts with Jimmy Butler. Um, and it's, I mean, it starts with Eric Spolster and it also starts with Pat Riley. But that heat, that heat culture for uh, as far as him being a player it starts with him and whoever decide whoever ends up coming to that franchise and we'll talk about that a little bit soon but who else comes in is gonna they're gonna have to buy into what jimmy butler has developed like kyle lowry i know he's coming towards the end of his career he had to be sold into that idea this is we're talking about a guy who's been an all-star most of his career and he has to 
be sold into that idea coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're able to put your ego, set your ego aside for the for the the ultimate goal, that's all that matters. Like at the end of the day, buckets is buckets. People are gonna get those. But how many of those same people are getting the chip or the opportunity to see one? Not many. So for those who want to be, and I'm not gonna call y'all haters because it's not even a real, it's not a really a hater thing. It's really just a you don't you can't separate the two sometimes, or you can't really, you know, your your um emotions is at a high and you're not you don't know how to distribute it the right way. You're just looking for any type of debate out here. For those who are great debaters out there, have fun at it. Go ahead. If you want to debate with me, be, by all means, hit my line, hit my comments, hit me on the Twitter. I'll, I'll put you on to the podcast so we could debate because I ain't going to debate for free. I mean, I do debate for free, but let me, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to spend all my free time to debate with you on the on the inter in, on the on somebody's internet. Nah, not happening, fam. But nonetheless, going back to the playoffs, obviously it has it has concluded. We have crowned a champion, Denver Nuggets. Um, we had sixteen other uh, fifteen other teams that were trying to go for the same goal. Um, and I'm just gonna go over like the majority of them that I thought that I. I'm just gonna go. What I'm gonna do here is bring up every single team that made it and what I think they need to get over the hump to be a contending team in the NBA uh, in the following, in the next season, whether they go to the playoffs or not. Um, And I'm not going to go in no particular order, but um, just generally what I think they all may need. So let's, um, we'll start off with the Sacramento Kings, very young team led by Darian Fox. Um, very well coached by Mike Brown. And this is a team that um this is a team that there's a huge expectation from them to um to perform. Oh, once uh sorry again. Breaking fucking news. And this is before I even started doing my rumors chat. The the Phoenix Suns have traded for Bradley Beal, ladies and gentlemen. I'm recording on Sunday, 4.55 p.m. I'm just seeing the news. It, I think I think the news just um, just got dropped about 15 minutes ago. Um, so I guess the Phoenix Suns are sending CP3, Shaman, and a handful of picks to the Wizards for Bradley Beal. So Bradley Beal will be teaming up with Kevin Durant. And um, Devin Booker. Now, that team still needs some bench guys. So I guess we'll get right into the Phoenix Suns. That's a team that definitely needed that type of player. Someone who could give them a little bit of a different look um, offensively. As far as defense goes, that team's going to struggle a bit defensively. Um, uh, And they have no bench. Or they're not coached to have a bench yet. And they, they just picked up their head coach um uh you know we'll see how that goes i think that's that's great i thought the whole super team super team thing was going to be dead thing since denver win it without a super team um but i think that's what i feel like that's probably what the suns think that they needed to get over the hump i thought it would have been a perfect fit for miami um for bradley bill because that's the type of team 
that fits. That's what it would fit his needs. It will probably fit their needs. But I guess ultimately he decided the Suns was the best place for him to go. Um, this would be interesting to see, man. Um, I'm kind of shocked that that went down so soon. Uh, I expected that to take a while um, or closer to the draft to, to, to draft day, which is on Thursday. Um, but uh, big news coming out of Phoenix. The Phoenix Suns have acquired Bradley Beal for a few picks, CP3 and um, Shamit. Um, but yeah, uh, going back to what I was talking about, the, the Kings, I think ultimately what they need is probably another, like probably like a veteran presence on that offense. Um, I think defensively, they'll just be fine. Um, they may need somebody to go second fiddle with um, Sabonis in the paint. Um, they may want to consider that double big um, look in some instances, um, or a backup big for him. I think he would be better off as a, as a power forward than, the, than a center, um, just to take some pressure off of him because he, he could get completely dominated in the paint. We got to see that when even with Kavon Looney just dominating him at will. So that was, um, but yeah, that 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 would be the only thing I can see about the Kings. They're a young team, man. They 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 do remind me of, you know, when the um Golden State Warriors started their little run. It took it took every single season to kind of get a little bit more and more experience and to advance to the next round, to the next round, to the next round. So they have a very, very bright future uh, if they keep if they could keep it together. They're probably one piece away to really give threaten some guy the these teams in the West. So uh that's what I see from the Kings. As far as the Warriors go, it looks like they're trying to run this back with their big their big three. They're getting older, they're getting more expensive. Well, at least the assumption is a couple of them may consider taking a bit of a cut. Maybe not Draymond, because he's gonna play the field. But um Clay Thompson might take a little bit of a pay cut. Um if they're going to run it back, that team definitely needs to remain. They need to stay healthy because getting older does not result in better health. <laughs> um, uh, they need to get back to being more cohesive as a group as far as off-the-court situations. Like what happened with um, Draymond and uh, Jordan Poole cannot happen again. That 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 led to way more than what we thought Um the team is is definitely still built to win a championship, but they they may need to address some things as far as their bench goes. Um, when they were desperately looking for scoring from Jordan Poole, they struggled. When they were desperately looking for a stop on defense without Draymond out there, they struggled. So they need to figure out who they need going forward um, off the bench and as um, or as a role player for that team. Um, I think this will be the last ride for them right here, uh, especially with the, the, the those three guys that they have. So we'll see how that goes with them. Uh, New York Knicks, they have a lot of promise as well. I just think that, you know, no uh, respectfully, Jalen Brunson may not be your best option for someone as a star player. He is a star in this league, but he's not. he can't be your number one especially in the East. Um, he's someone, he reminds me a lot about, of Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, like hard worker, underestimated team guy, 
You could you could really you could build a team around him, but you still need a guy opposite of him who can get the job done. Um, Julius Randle is still a pretty good, decent piece for a team like that. But you know what RJ Barrett is having trouble um, giving that team on a consistent basis is what they're they're lacking. Um, I like. RJ Barrett a lot, but it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, giving it a chance may not be worth, you know, doing sometimes. Maybe you need to, you know, jump the gun and make it happen and get another big piece. Um, there's team, there's players out there that would be more than willing to play for the Knicks as much as people don't believe there is. As far as the Cavs go, that's a team that, I was highly disappointed uh, how that went with them. Uh, I thought they were a way better team than what they showed against the Knicks. Um, Donovan Mitchell is still probably one of my favorite players in the league to watch. Um, Hard nose, um, killer. Like he's like a shorter version of Dame Willard, but he has the same issue Dame Willard has. Like he could bring you there, but he he he. he it, the problem is if you keep if that's what you're relying on to keep you afloat and not to say that he, you know, I say this to say this, like as good as he is to make you a good, better team is as bad as he can be to make you a worse team when he's not playing well. And, you know, and it's in some players when they're struggling, well, that's the beauty of basketball. You, you, when you're struggling offensively, you could you could put that effort into your defensive side and be more effective defensively. That will probably lead to you playing better on offense eventually. And we've seen Donovan Mitchell like turn it up in the fourth quarter and stuff like that. But for whatever reason, in this series, he did definitely struggle. And, it, and I don't think there was anybody on that Knicks roster that was going to be really going to lock him down. Maybe quickly or you know, you know whomever else that was there try like Josh Hart, maybe, but you know, I don't think that was the case. I think he just really, they, they just lost it a little bit and whatever was working, didn't work towards the end of that series. Um, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I, I, for one thought they were just too lucky to get there to, for one to push it to six against the Celtics was, I wouldn't say lucky, but just, you know, it was a fortunate uh, opportunity for them. Um, I don't know. They do definitely need to make some moves. I, I don't know if it's going to be a good mix, uh, good um, relationship with, you know, Quinn Snyder and Trey Young. Um, the 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 experiment with with Trey and um, and Murray. I don't know if that works anymore. Um, I, this, they, they just have to. They they have to reshuffle the deck. They may have to consider that Clint Capella. They have so much talent on that team. They just they may need to just settle in with something that's more solid to build around Trey Young instead of considering trading him. But that it's looking more like they're going to move on from him at some point. So we shall see when it comes to that. Seventy um, Sixers. With will James Harden stay? Will he go? That's going to be a big question for them. Will they unlock 
Maxi as a star player for that team? Will Embiid be healthy enough to sustain, um, to, to, to make it through a whole season? He's pushing 30 right now, um, coming off an MVP season, obviously, but you know, he's not getting healthier, of course, um, which we've obviously have seen. Um, now they have a new head coach with Nick Nurse. Um, we'll see how that goes with that. I think that would be a good, a good, you know, situation for Nick Nurse, but tough fan base to please, man. You really got to be on top of it to make this team um, competitive. So, we shall see as far as they go. The, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I almost said New Jersey because they remind me of New Jersey Nets still, but Brooklyn Nets, um, they I think they'll, make, they'll still compete because Mikel Bridges definitely came into his own. Um, a full season of that, we'll see how Ben Simmons does. I don't know. I'm, I'm not one of those who's giving up on him and his um, – you know, he's a young kid, man. Like we you have to expect that he will get out of the his get the yips that he has. The expectation is that he will find he'll figure it out. Um too young to suddenly not be able to get it together. Um I have hope that he'll get better eventually or back to form. Um if that's the case, then we can we can expect the Nets to be a better team next season with all the young guys they have. They can re-sign Cam Johnson and so on. Um, that's my expectation for them, at least. You know what I mean? So we'll see how that goes with as far as the Nets go. Um, Lakers. The only thing is LeBron is not – LeBron's old. He's getting there. He's showing it now. Um, but also he's showing he's still one of the best players in the NBA, period. Like, no ins or buts. You can hate him if you want. He is still one of the best players to ever do it. Still one of the best players in the NBA. Like, there's dudes that are 10 years, 15 years younger than him who still can't do what he does. And there's a guy on his team that cannot stay healthy enough to do the same thing that he does when he's capable of in Anthony Davis. So I think that's what it is. So they have to make some some decisions here. Like, what 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 is the future bright with Anthony Davis with this franchise? Um, are we going to keep um, Rory? Are we going to keep... Reeves, you know what I'm saying? There's some there's some decisions to be made. Like obviously D'Angelo Russell is not part of that that future plan for that team. How much of uh, how, like as a GM, you know when you have a guy like LeBron, you have to make these decisions of what you want to put around him. He he's he's playing for championships. He's not playing for you know location no more. I mean, obviously he, he chose LA for a reason. He has he has other things going on, but none nonetheless. He's playing for more than just the clout. He's playing for championships. And what what better place to win a championship but LA? And in order for that to work, you gotta you gotta work work your magic and bring the right pieces around for him. So we'll see how it goes for the Lakers. I don't I don't think he's gonna retire. I don't think he's gonna leave anytime soon, but we'll see what what, what happens with Braun Braun. But um the other team I'm, I want to talk about is the Memphis Grizzlies. We have been told already that John Morant got 25 games. He's suspended for 25 games. Um, I don't think it's I – I thought it was going to be more. I thought it was going to be 50. 
Um, I'm not trying to be some harsh ass, like hard ass, like older guy, like say he should have known better. Like, yes, he should have known better. But also that's the reality of life, man. Like you're going to get reprimanded for your actions. However, anybody wants to look at it like, oh, he didn't break no law. He could carry a gun if he wants to. Uh, we just found out he's just a toy gun like this, that and the third. Like, listen, ladies and gentlemen, especially those of you who are not black men, the reality is you're a black man in America with a gun. You you're either showing two things. You're you're at fear of something or you're you're trying to show show your dominance of something. And one way or another, you look like a threat to somebody. And now I'm not telling nobody to not own a gun. You can own a gun. Like own a gun. It's America. Like you got, if you have a license to carry, or if you have a reason to have it, own it. But there's some, there's a quite quite a few folks out there who own it for more than than, than just the sake of protection. You know what I'm saying? And and how you're perceived is just how you're perceived. And 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 when it comes to business, especially a private business like the NBA, they have the right to do as they please. They don't like the image of you carrying a gun. Like Willie, like we're talking, we're not talking about he's at the gun range. We're not talking about he's giving a gun class. We're not talking about he's showing his gun collection. Like, here we go, guys. Look at this. We're talking about the man is literally like waving the gun around, rapping some lyrics and looking like he's 18 years old and he, uh, holding like holding the fucking Nerf gun. Like, rah. let's not act like this is some minor regular sh- type shit. Like if that if that's how y'all feel that is like regular type shit, then the circle you're in is kind of awkward to me. But my thing is, like, he just needs to know there's a better place in time for all this his shenanigans. Stay off the Internet with that shit. If that's how you want to move and you want to play your NBA young boy and you have a parade in your city and type shit, do you. Wave your gun as you want. But just believe this, my friend. Your company has the right to say, hey, my man, you're suspended. Doesn't look good. I know you wasn't in the facility. That's probably the reason why it's only 25 games. It wasn't in the facility. It wasn't during the event. It was just him in his out there in his personal life. And, you know, just being, you know, whether he was mocking the previous time he got suspended or whatever, he just needs to, you know, the company you keep, man, you might have to look around that. Like, if that's what is, if that's the reason why, you get caught up so many times because the company you keep is not keeping your business off the, the internet. You may have to reconsider, man. Um, I, I, I think, you know, it was, it was deserving, a deserving for, um, suspension. Um, and I think the 25 games is a slap in the wrist. Uh, the reality is his next issue with the league will lead to indefinite. So, he just needs to bright. He needs to smarten up. Um, he's a young man with a bright, bright, bright future. He's a star in this league. I love watching the kid play. We all love watching him play. We really do. Like we don't. Nobody wants to see nobody lose their job or be suspended. But reality is, you gotta. You sometimes you have to learn the hard way, and that's just how it is. And hopefully, he learns from this. And I think there's some people doubting him from learning from this. And I, 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 for one thing, he will learn from this. So, um, I think that's the only thing with the Grizzlies that they need to focus on is, um, 
his suspension, when he comes back, how he will be as a player, as a person. Um, it's a team that has a lot of promise when they're healthy. The guys that they missed this past season, they're coming back for this coming season. So um, I have hope for them to to rally and be that second seed that they were this past season. I think they're better than what they were showing in the playoffs this year. So my expectation is that they'll play much better and Ja will be much more mature this coming season. And I'm not too concerned about the Grizzlies as much as much as other folks are. Um, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, they they getting they got they've been getting stricken with the 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 injury bug. They older, that's an older team. You know, Giannis is pushing pushing. He's getting he's more closer to thirty than he is twenty. Um, same goes for Brooke Lopez is in the mid thirties. Uh, Jay Crowder, same thing. If he still stays with the team, um, you know, Drew Holiday's in his thirties. Uh, you name it, Middleton, 30s. Like, these guys are older. Like, you know, injuries are going to catch up to him quick. And then Giannis's bag is not uh, – he's coming to a point in his career where we know the bag is – what the bag he brings is the bag he has. And you just got, he just has to live with that unless he could figure it out and get a more fluent jump shot, keep these other te- these teams honest so they don't sit there and have to form a brick wall from him not being able to score in the paint. But um, I think the Bucks will still be a threat in the East. Um, they just may want to really consider what makes sense because it's going to be coming to a point where they have to think about the future. They're, they're getting like I get they got older. They got rid of their coach after two years removed from a championship. You know, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I keep saying that we will see how it goes. You feel me? Um. The Clippers, I don't know. Um, I feel like they have the same issue as the as the Celtics, not with the confidence, but less of like their 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 how far they go is how far how how healthy you know George and Kawhi can stay because clearly they're a very great team when those two guys are working are playing together. They're hard to beat, but. We have yet to see them both healthy at the same time. The last time I think we have seen them healthy is like I think the second season together. They have like that was the shortened season after the after the COVID um, shortened bubble season. Um, they have to stay healthy, man. Like it doesn't matter who they plug in there; they're gonna they need to be a healthier team. Um, Ty Lue, he's. He's doing everything he can, and he's sacrificing a lot. There was rumors that he probably would have stepped down or be pursued by other teams, but he's sticking around, and he he he's a great coach, man. Like he keeps that team together, and with through through thick and thin of all the nonsense and bullshit they have to deal with as far as the injuries go. So, you know, I think for them it's just health. Um, Obviously, we're we're gonna know a lot more about a lot of these teams and how they move. Like we just saw what the Suns just did. Like the Suns traded for Bradley Beal. They they signed Frank Vogel. They uh they they're gonna have a full season of a KD Devin Booker. Hopefully, they both stay healthy. They were able to keep Aiton. Uh, now it's not. Now it comes down to what can they build around those four guys. 
Are you going to start campaigning? Like, what we what are we doing? What are we doing? We got, you got a guy who we got a coach who's mainly known for his to be a good defensive coach. Uh, is that is that how that going to look? How's that going to look? You know what I mean? Um. So yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how the Suns look as, as like that. That's going to be an interesting looking team. I mean, I I, I would assume Devin Booker is going to be the guy to be to take that. You know. Um, I like I would like to say like that that not that Chris Bosch role, like the Dwayne Wade role when the Heat the Heat came came as one with, with Bosch and, and Wade. Um and that means Bill would be the Bosch. Not to say he will be averaging sixteen, seventeen a game. He'll still average his twenty, but he won't be taking as many attempts. When one of those guys are down or load managing, he'll he'll get his opportunities. Aiden may have to change up his game. He may have to be more defensive-minded. He may have to be attacking the paint more. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things that the Suns going to have to figure out with all the star power they have now. So um, Frank Vogel is more he, – he's coached some stars, man. He's coached, he's coached, he's coached LeBron-led teams. He's coached Paul George-led teams. Like, I don't have any – I don't have no doubt in my mind he can't coach this type of team. Um so this will be fun to watch how that goes um, and that transpires. Timberwolves, uh, that's another team. I'm not even – I don't get too thrilled about – I love Aunt Edwards. I think they go as far as he goes. Cat is just a great complimentary piece as a big – I know he's been running his mouth on the on the, on the the pods about their their run was more impressive than the, the, the Nuggets or he changed the game for bigs. He may have. I don't know. I don't think so. This there was big shooting threes before him. They just weren't getting numb. They weren't getting minutes. You know what I mean? Um, their double big situation could work. I'm sure that's the reason why they had it was because they wanted to play. They they looked at it. Oh, we're going to be playing the Lakers down the road, the Nuggets, teams with dominant bigs. Um. Which most of the most of the West have pretty dominant bigs. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I just don't get to. I don't see what the hype is sometimes with Minnesota. Maybe there isn't any hype. There's probably just all talk from Ant, not Ant, but excuse me, from Cat. Uh, um, and Ant Edwards is due from uh, Supermax or Max deals, uh, I believe, this off season or coming up. So this will be a, a very it's a very crucial time for Minnesota to figure out what kind of team they want to be or who they want to build this team around. There's been a lot of rumors around Cat and everything. Um, so I don't know if I, I I can't tell y'all if I, I I can't really say that I believe they'll make it back to this position again. They were a playing team as well. So we'll see about them. And then of course we we the finals ended with those other two teams, the Nuggets and the Heat. I think the Heat have every, they have the culture. They have the right role players. They just need another scorer. Like we're talking about somebody who could take the pressure off Butler. Um, we could say it's Hero, but he's yet to stay truly healthy during the playoff run. Um, I don't know, man. Like hmm. they have. I think they have what it takes to 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 
to bring it back to this, bring it back here, but I don't know. Um, Bradley Beal would have been the piece that I thought would have made, made sense. If Dame Lillard is truly possibly available, I think that's the right move for them is to go that route. Um, but yeah, uh, And the, as far as the Nuggets go, they just need to keep it as it is. There's no need to change up anything with the Nuggets. That's That team is exactly how they should be. Keep it. Run that shit back. Pay them dudes. Keep Bruce Brown. Um, you may have to replace, you know, DeAndre Jordan and whomever. You, they already have Thomas Bryant over there. Like, they got some guys. You know, Reggie Bull, Reggie, um, Reggie Bullock is there. He's not going to come back. You know what I'm saying? There's some... Some older guys will get rid of or let go. So I think they could run it back. And as far as our beloved Celtics, I, for one, have come to the conclusion that I, I don't, whatever they decide to do with JB, I'm with it. Now, the first option would be preferable to keep him and get that max deal going in. But that comes with an asterisk. It doesn't mean he's going to be there the whole contract. Same goes for Tatum. And it's not a, it's not a, uh, it has nothing to do with anything emotional. It has to do with the business of the league. These guys don't stay in one place. That's the reality. So this coming season is a big fucking deal for the Celtics. What are they, what are the moves? Are you really going to trade Malcolm Brogdon? Who are we trading him for? Are we getting Aiden in return? Because the Suns are interested, are we are we trading him somewhere where we could get something that makes sense for this team? Because they they can't be a three point shooting team in this league. I mean, primarily, we're not. This this team is not the Golden State Warriors. And when and when the the Warriors shooting threes is different than how everybody else shoots threes. Their volume makes a lot of sense. The Celtics' volume was not making sense because their top shooting the they the, the, they had. Two players that let that were top five, I believe, in percentage, or three players that were top ten, but those were guys who were attempting, per, on average, like four to six, four to five three point shots a game. But then you had three guys in your lineup who average nine plus, on average nine plus attempts at three, and they were like thirty five percent or lower from three point. That's not. That doesn't mean they're a three-point shooting team. That's just a, th- a team that just likes to shoot three. All right, and then you have nothing on offense that changes up the game. Like some some teams do have a guy that's like you, you, we've seen it with the Nuggets. Aaron Gordon had a, had his games where he was cutting to the basket and making wreaking havoc. You 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 change you you force teams like a, a Miami Heat or a Philadelphia 76 or Atlanta Hawks to change up what they do on defense because now they already know what you're doing. They know you want to shoot them threes. And when them things go down, they it works. But if it ain't hitting, it ain't hitting. And and, and as clear as day, you can see that. And, it's, and that's something they need to get back to doing is being less one-dimensional dimension, on offense. And on defense, get back to that, that defensive DNA that it had with Ime and they'll be just all right. You know what I'm saying? But they do need somebody else aside from the two J's to bring more to the offense when those two guys are not all there. And maybe even this may be another thing in Tatum's bag that needs to be developed 
to something great where he's a facilitator. So be it. You know what I'm saying? They may need him to be that guy to be a point forward for that team. Because Jalen Brown's Jalen Brown. He's going to be who he is. We know he's an all-star. We know he's capable of being a star for any team and just in general, like just that that prototypical two-way star. But it's not as consistent as we would want to believe. So the reality is the window's closing. As much as we believe the window is up, it is closing because they haven't won anything yet. And at some point, they need to start winning the fucking championship, ladies and gentlemen. So that's all I got to say about the Celtics. And that's what I see from these last these 16 teams that complete, competed for the NBA Finals. And clearly the one that won got it right. And they're gonna figure and 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 they're gonna be the ones defending this chip. And we'll see who can take them off that pedestal. You feel me? But of course, I, I did mention there were some rumors that were brewing. We we've completed one of those rumors. That's the Bradley Bill rumor. That's that's done deal now. Like we could we could leave that alone. But he's 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 a he's a Phoenix son. Uh there's been several other rumors out there. Trey Young's been um talked about. There's been some Zion Williamson Williamson talk, which I don't think he's going to go anywhere. There's been some Brandon Ingram talk, which I would not be surprised because, you know, you know, it's it's it, at some point you got to make some decisions, you know, especially for young teams like that. Uh, Dame Lillard, there was been, been some talk with him. Pascal Siakam, uh, DeMar DeRozan, and even Zach Levine was quietly being shipped. I mean, not shipped, but um, shocked. Listen, I can see Pascal Siakam going to a, t- a contending team. He'll be perfect for some for some of these contending teams. Um, I like DeMar DeRozan. I couldn't tell you where any of these guys are going. But uh, wherever they end up going, they're going to go somewhere where they can compete. These guys are not going to no team to build them up to win a championship. They're going to a team that they know they're going to win a championship with. Um, uh, Chris Paul just got traded, so we know that that's – He's probably going to get bought out by the, the Wizards and probably join the Lakers uh, more than likely. Um, play with his boy LeBron, finally. Play for the Lakers, finally. <laughs> Unless he goes to the Clippers, but I don't know how that's going to go. I know his reasons. He he stuck it through with the, the Clippers as best he could before. Um, I'm sure he'll, if he, I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to run it back there with them. Uh, we've heard some Kyle Lowry buzz and, I don't know what's going on with Gordon Hayward. Uh, the career, his, it's been such a damn shame, man. Like, there was a lot of promise with him when he got signed by the Celtics and hasn't happened yet. But, yeah, Jordan Poole's out there in trade rumors. I'm not surprised. I, I could see Golden State considering that because they want to get some more consistent pieces for this their last their last run as a big three. In, the, in Golden State, Zach Levine's been getting shopped. Um, you may hear some Ben Gordon, I mean, so, I'm sorry, some Ben Simmons rumors out there, some John Collins rumors out there. Um, DeAndre Ayton, I, I thought he would have been part of that, that Phoenix Suns deal, but I did bring up something that might make sense. The Celtics want to pick up somebody else to play guard <laughs> and ship. Malcolm Brogdon, and if they could find a way to get Aiton, I'd be cool with that. Who am I to complain? Or even Przingis. He's out there. 
You know what I'm saying? You need you may need somebody who could play in the paint and also shoot the three too. Like you can't be one dimensional. You really can't. Not not in this NBA. Not anymore. Um, I'm sure coming down, going down this coming down this week, we're gonna hear a lot more of the names like Tobias Harris, Julius Randle, Anthony Simmons, um, R.J. Barrett. Those type of names you may hear them in the upcoming days for the, in the during the draft or just before the draft being shipped. Um, it's going to be a busy offseason for the NBA. Free agency signings, I believe, starts um, in a few weeks as well. So it's going to be a big, it's going to be buzzing. It's going to be buzzing this this summer. And I think the, Devin, the, the Denver Nuggets put the, the, the league on notice, especially with all that spiciness they were talking during the parade. They put the league on notice. Nobody wanted to talk about them. Uh, the, the media failed us. The media has the control of the American people to give us, um, to build us up to to what to to come. Because sports is drama, man. You got to build the drama. You you can't wait till you see a big market make it and then you you talk all about it. You got to build the drama, man. Like this is why baseball is not as hot. That's why soccer in in America is not that fun. That's why hockey will never get the the buzz they 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 think they deserve the media the national media the 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 sports the big national sports medias do not absolutely do not put in the effort to 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 put that type of drama on commercial or just talk about it on a consistent basis they never do and that's where we are and this is why a lot of people felt, oh, this is going to be a boring series, or this, this is the most whack series I ever witnessed. It was whack to you. And because you wanted the super teams to be in there, or you wanted a, a Lakers-Celtics situation, or you wanted the Celtics to be in there, or you wanted your Lakers in there, or you wanted your fucking team in there. It was boring to you. And that's your fault. Because you don't like change. And that's okay. You don't need to like change. But you got to accept change. Because it happens. The NBA always has a change of regards. If you were ever a fan of the Spurs championships, you should be appreciative of what Denver did. It's the same fucking shit, damn near. Let's be real. You're not gonna your favorite star is not always gonna win a chip. <laughs> There's a Carmelo Anthony just retired without a chip. Your favorite stars will not always win a chip. That's reality, y'all. So that's just what it is. But enough of the NBA. I'm gonna I'm gonna get get this closed out oh yeah shout out to the the las vegas uh golden knights of the nhl they won the the standing cup finals they beat the florida panthers in I believe five games they did the same thing denver did to, to a, a florida team and the and what's and what sucks is that the two teams that beat our boston sports winter sports teams lost in five games in the finals and I feel like that should hurt and burn more than be celebrated with moral victory. Um, so think about that before you keep uh, before you go into the face of a Heat or Panthers fan and talk shit. Your team lost to that same that team that got their ass whooped in the finals. So think about that. All right, I'm done talking NBA. Uh, next time we we meet again, we'll we'll probably talk some baseball. Some NBA rumors, or if they, or or if there's some more breaking news on some trades, I, I'm kind of 
I feel like I always catch it at the right time. There's always some breaking news when I'm when I'm on the, on the recording my pod. But uh, I just want to say Happy Father's Day to so all the fathers out there. I'm recording on Father's Day for all of you, um, all the men that are watching this. Uh, hopefully, you got the appreciation you deserve. All the great fathers out there. I have quite a few of my best friends that are great fathers out there. Y'all are y'all are the illest. I look up to y'all all the time. I see y'all how y'all do as fathers. Um, I live vicariously through y'all. Um, I'm sure if I ever become a father in the f- near future or the later later future, I'm going to be coming to y'all with all types of advice because I appreciate y'all. So my father, I thank you so much. Um, at the very least, you made me into a stand-up individual. So thank you for, um, you know, making sure I ain't a piece of shit out here uh, for sure. But um, also I wanted to... Um, Remind everybody and just say happy Juneteenth to all those that celebrates Juneteenth. Um, I'm not going to say it's a black holiday. It's just a record. It's just to remember and understand that that was a day that was celebrated by many of our ancestors um, of no matter what nationality or what if you're of Caribbean descent, it's still a, remem- a remembrance and understanding of that was a day of big importance for people, black people in general in America. Um, if that day never came, who's, who's to say what, if we're, what we're going to look like now? And I think that's a time, that's a, these American holidays, when they come around, we, it just comes through and it happens sometimes. And, and, and just advertisements and this, that, third, whatever, people take it as an opportunity to this make money off of it or puff up their chest and said, I did something to, to, to show that I, I, I celebrated it. I think it's a time for someone who doesn't know anything about it to be educated for someone who does know a lot about it to educate those who don't know anything. Um, also a time to celebrate. No one's telling you to not have a cookout. No one's telling you to not spark up some fireworks or, you know, be happy. You know what I'm saying? But also don't forget, you know, this is what what it all means. You know, it goes for every major holiday that you celebrate. If whether you like I, I for one, haven't really celebrated July 4th the same as I used to in the past, knowing what I know now. Um, But that doesn't mean for me to shit on it because there's other people who believe who celebrate hard. You know what I'm saying? But I'm. But if I want to celebrate Juneteenth, I'm gonna celebrate Juneteenth the way I want to celebrate it. If if uh, if I want to, I take. I for one take it as an opportunity to educate when it's when it's spoken on. Um, just so those who are not black, those who don't have an understanding whatsoever about that holiday that has now been a national holiday for the past couple of years, it's an opportunity for you to, you know, get the awkwardness out of it because it could be real awkward sometimes because our education system continuously will try to fail us because they don't take the time to educate these children about black history in general. They wait for a month for, for that and they don't even do it right then. Black history is way bigger than black history month is way bigger than Juneteenth, but it starts with those times. It starts with that month. It starts with that day of being able to bring that con- those conversations up and then just talking about it and just bringing it up, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, 
Happy Juneteenth to all my my brothers and sisters out there that are celebrating it. It's a big, big day. Um, it, whether you're off that day or you're working, um, just have an understanding of celebration for that day. And again, um, thank you for everybody who joins in and listens to this podcast on a consistent basis as well, or watches this podcast on YouTube. Do me a solid, subscribe, like, comment, and um, hey, if you want me to continue to do this, do all those things that I just mentioned, um, and also uh, share, sharing is caring, share it to whomever else, uh, since <laughs> since uh, I do have quite a few ladies that actually um, see this pop up on the socials, do me a favor and share this to one of your friends or your your, your hubby or your father, your yeah, whomever. But nonetheless, thank you for um, joining me for another podcast. And uh, till next time. See you. Uh-huh. Yeah. This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers. Uh-huh. Of course, yeah. athletes in the struggle. Y'all to make a little yeah, y'all, y'all. Yo, some get a little, some get none. Shit, I was part of the some get none.